Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We're all about the archers. I'm Philippa. I'm Katie. I'm Lauren. Very special time here today. We're here to talk to Jack Ashton, who plays Harry Chilcott. Jack, welcome. Thanks Yay. for joining us. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you very much. That was nice. I got a round of applause. Wow. We've talked to some of the longest serving cast members, and now it's lovely to yeah. speak to the newest cast member, apart from Champion the Horse, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I'm already one rung up the ladder. See, I've only been here four months and I'm already not the new guy. Four months, but welcome to All About the Archers and welcome to The Archers. What is it like being the newest member of the cast? Are they looking after you? Do you feel no, they, welcome? I, it's, you know, constant practical jokes and bullying. No, no, they, they are relentless. relentless. Yeah, you know, they, they keep eating my lunch. Um, no, they have been so welcoming and it, it's been hard for me because there's like loads of them. <laughs> and I think, yeah. they go, hi, I'm so-and-so. And they go, right, I remember that. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Right, I remember that. And, then, and, I, and I don't. So everyone's darling or mate or hey, you know, you know, <laughs> it will come to me, it will come to me. But they, they've yeah. been very, very lovely and it's been nice. It's actually the best bit of it is being in the little green room before you go in and record because that's the bit where your sort of storylines kind of, you know, where you sort of talk to people that, you, that aren't in your particular storyline and get to know them and they're all very, very lovely. Very lovely. Happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Have you done any radio acting before? Like, how is it different between, obviously, you can't see it, but uh, how different is it to the television acting? It's very different, actually. I mean, there are lots of pros and a few cons. And I think it's just a different style. And actually, talking about the other cast, they are so good at it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not about to write a book on radio acting because I'm quite new to it. But it seems to be about the way that they manage to fill even the pauses with life. Because when you do telly, it's obviously visual. And you so therefore, if you're not talking, you feel like you are still watchable. You're still telling a story. There's, there's still body language. But with radio, there's none of that. So if you just kind of just say your line and that's it, 
it almost can feel like you're sort of falling off a cliff all the time. So it's about filling, like it's about sort of letting people know that you're about to speak. And after your line, they have an energy when they do it, which is really interesting. And they're very good at it, very good at it. And I'm hopefully slowly learning from them. What the place to learn, though. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. an amazing place to yeah. learn from those people who have been doing it for years. Well, and amazing. Well, their voices are so rich, aren't they? Yeah. You know, you know they're proper thesps as well, you know, that you talk to them and it's about, you know, when they're at the RSC and all that sort of stuff. So they've got an amazing grounding in vocal work anyway. You don't just happen to have a voice like that. It takes years and years of vocal work and, you know, diaphragm and all that sort of stuff. Then they can sort of bring it down. And it's the richness that they talk with, I mm. think, which I'm quite in awe of, you know. I hope I'll learn something from them. Is the process in a way the same as with other things that you've done? I mean, obviously, yes, it's audio only, but in terms of getting the script and rehearsing and recording, or is it just so very different it's the same up to a point brilliant that you don't have to learn the lines mm -hmm. you know it's the same up to a point because it's the same questions where have i been what's my objective you know what energy am i bringing in and essentially also being affected by the other actor and how they're performing and which should always dictate how you respond i mean that's basically you know acting in a nutshell is listening and reacting as naturally as you possibly can so it's the same, but because of the nature of it and the speed of it, that all has to be done in a quite a short amount of time. So with telly, you might have a big scene today, whereas in the archers, you might have several. Also about, you know, once it's done, discard it, move on, right? And also we record out of sync a lot. So you've got to constantly remind yourself, I've actually come from here and actually, oh, that's happened. But it, even though it hasn't happened for you, it's happened in the script. So you have to keep up with it, which we always do at the beginning of the episode. We discuss, okay, so where are we? But I mean, that happens in telly as well. So that's not, yeah. that's not necessarily different. What? But it, it's not yeah, telly, magically. Telly's even worse <laughs> because you can be doing your final scene on your first day. So you have to do the prep before, you know, you have to know where you think you might be. And hopefully it will sync when, when you do the rest of it. Sometimes it doesn't because you've made different choices along the way, but... That's why they, where possible, they will try to do things chronologically because it makes sense. You're getting sense. that all down in notebooks. How are you keeping on top of all of that? Like knowing uh, where uh, you are? Yeah, I suppose just writing notes on, yeah. on the scripts and notebooks. And what I do is if we're out of sync, like because I, I live in London, so I get the train up, I'll read the previous episodes before the episode we're going to record just so I feel like I've refreshed myself adequately so that you know i'm not pretending i'd made yeah. some choices about the other scripts i'm going to do on the other days wow just so much to it amazing i mean it's great and the foley artists ness and everybody like that they're amazing everything they're doing and making it like alive they make it alive you know and, and i yeah i'm learning on the job like when you asked me if i had done radio before i have done radio before but not an awful amount of it not anything like this anyway so it's a steep learning code for me as well but one that I'm really enjoying right well we're enjoying it too um, but also <laughs> speaking of things I've enjoyed with you in Jack I'm a massive Paul the Midwife fan massive and I loved seeing Tom and Barbara together the chemistry yes. it was just lovely and how does it compare building chemistry on the radio compared to building chemistry face to face because like I believe in Harry and Alice I believe yeah. in yeah oh wow Good. I think obviously with telly, there is no script, as in like you've learned the lines. And it's obviously much more physical because you're telling the story. You would hug, you would kiss, you would 
you know, whatever it is. I'm not just saying that I put that stuff in. That's actually in the script. <laughs> but obviously with radio, it's a nod to. So it's less sort of gazing into each other's eyes when yeah. we're doing it, you know, because we practically, there's just a piece of paper in the way. <laughs> so it, it's less tactile for sure. But the nature of the show, because it moves so fast, the story happens a lot quicker than it would. You know, mm. in telly, you might take six months to tell yeah. that story. But we're taking six weeks. So it's fast moving, which I really like, actually, because in telly, sometimes you can have like, oh, I'm really looking forward to the end of next week because there's mm. a really great scene. Whereas radio, it's every day there's something. So that's that's cool. So Harry loves his horses, as we know. I wondered if Harry could have his own racehorse, what would he call it? Oh, he loves his cars as well. Mm. Um, he likes fast things. Yeah. Uh, what would he call it? Bullet. It's a good one. Ten to one. Call it, I think he <laughs> might call it bullet. Yeah, I think he <laughs> might. He particularly likes the speed, the speed and, and the danger, you know. Have you been on a horse before, Jack? I have not, um, you know, I can't ride a horse, you know. That wasn't part of the audition process. Yeah. Do you know what, though? That is the hardest bit playing Harry because I'm always on a horse. We're stood next to each other and the technical guy's like, you don't sound like you're on a horse. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I've got to try and sound like I'm above Holly all the time. So we have to do it by sort of staggering ourselves in the studio. So I'm sort of slightly behind it. And then I have to pitch up and speak down to her. Which is <laughs> where she stood right there. You know, it's it's Brilliant. tricky. It's like, oh, you're on a horse again, Harry. Oh, am I? Yeah. <laughs> and also, especially when we've had a few scenes where we've just finished riding, you know, sort of, we're sort of exhausted. So not only am I on a horse, but I'm also, also out of breath. So I'm doing star jumps at the side because acting out of breath is really hard. So it's just easier to be out of breath because then you can yeah. then just focus on reading the script. You know, if you've got to keep reminding yourself that you're out of breath, there's another thing to do. It's just easier to just tire yourself out, that which is a yeah. good idea until you have to do it seven times. Just be exhausted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jack, we don't want any spoilers. That's not what we're here for. But we do have to talk about oh, Harry good. because when when Harry first came on the scene and we heard Lillian googling Harry Chilcott. We were all over this. We wanted to know all about him. Was he good, bad? And we've heard him being, we think, nice. We've heard him, we think, being not nice. As I said, I don't need to give anything away, but have you been told more than the audience know at this point what do you know when, when at that point of recording when was the so, last episode i was in was so you've met her well, dad and her sister yeah, but Alice's you've had dad, yeah you met chris as well and we were very suspicious of your evil intentions meeting chris and, and not ah. explaining to him before why you were meeting i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> okay so the, there's a nod to there being a bit more about him i would certainly say that that is the case and there is certainly more that we're recording at the moment that will be i think you know quite interesting what did you as jack think of harry's move to employ your new girlfriend ex-husband to come and do a job for you it was a bit clumsy wasn't it and i don't think he's quite aware of the sort of status that Mm. he exudes and I think he puts poor Chris, played by Wilf. Wilf is a legend, by the way, in a bit of a pickle. But good old Wilf, he's, he, he can't be too intimidated by me because in real life, he's about a foot taller than me and he's got loads of muscles. <laughs> he could do the full scenes easily. 
He could do the horse. He's fine. Yeah, he doesn't. He just needs to stand there. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices. Down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But there's certainly more to come. But do you know what? They don't actually tell me much. I absorb it. We get the scripts every month. So I'm sort of learning as I go. They've sort of said a few things. You sort of, you're constantly kind of like picking it up on the breeze. Like, what was that? And obviously other characters get told things, which sometimes affects your character. So you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, did you? Is that? I think they purposely don't tell you but they also perhaps they've got the super arc and then within that they're not you know they're still making decisions as they go yeah. obviously they're writing it constantly i don't think they want to be you know held to your your characters doing this and that and you know whatever it's just more of a like well we think this but we'll see which is really interesting i mean there's obviously things that you you need to know because you need to play them so that's where information is important but so far I've been told it's just about as much as I need to know, mm-hmm. which is fine. But there are some bits and bobs coming up, which you might, which might, you might like. Bits and bobs. We're into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know what? You know what it's like? I, I have to be as vague yeah. as possible. Yeah. And we don't, we want to <laughs> be on the right stuff. side of the BBC as well. So no, that's, yeah. that's fine. I did five years of Call the Midwife. We used to do a press day and we just used to have to sit there and say, well, this series there'll be lots for you to you know like just generic there'll be babies there'll be babies and yeah. of course there'll be romance and of course there'll be babies and you know it was like yeah. right and the, and the journalists are writing it down like so i don't know why they bothered to come back year after year it's like it's, it's like the same you might, you might as well just play the same message out of a speaker <laughs> doing the christmas special yeah there'll be christmas and um... yeah there'll be, and it will be special yeah, it'll be special, <laughs> heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you understand. We're not going to press you for details. No, no, no. Because <laughs> all of a sudden my battery will run out on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a Bristol City fan, been doing my research. Do you think Harry would start an Ambridge FC, or do you think he's more of a cricket guy? I think the circles that he may have grown up in, he would be more of a rugby or a cricket guy. Mm. I love all, I'm an absolute sports addict. So I love all three almost equally. So I think he would be, yeah, be quite keen on on a game of sevens. Mind you, he's got broken hips. So I think probably village cricket is his level now, Mm. you know. He'd be, he'd be a spin bowler, uh, but he'd be in sort of batsman that would sort of charge down the wicket and try and hit six and get bowled out. Tracy would love you. Yeah, exactly. Then, you know, blame blame the pitch. But yeah, I think I think it's certainly less football than, and probably more rugby or cricket. Jack, I want to talk to you about the fandom of the Archers because you'll have come across fandom of, obviously, Call the Midwife and all sorts of other things that you've been in. But 
I don't know. It just seems to me that the fandom of the archers and the analysis that goes on seems at another level. Is that something? Have you had a look on social media to see the response to Harry so far, or are you staying away? Staying away. <laughs> I've learned my lesson on that through, you know, I've been just about doing this for about 20 years, and I used to do all that. And it, no good can come of it because <laughs> it's always lovely when you come across somebody who's, you know, that, that thinks you're brilliant, but it can really kind of go the other way if you read something negative, you know? And so I, I have no idea what, what's the general vibe. Save me from the painful stuff. What's the, what's the, what's the oh, general vibe? People are suspicious of him. People are suspicious yeah. of him. But to be yeah. fair, we're suspicious of any new character that, that comes along, yeah. you know, we're even right. suspicious of Champion the Horse, to be fair. So, yeah, anyone new that comes <laughs> yeah. on, we're like, oh, my goodness, they're a spy, they're, they've come in, they're a murderer, they're going to do something. So, yeah, it's nothing about you. It's just about Harry that everyone's MI5-ing it, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, you wait till you wait till it's midnight and all the Trojans come out of Champion the Horse. Oh. Spoiler. Christmas yeah. special. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, oh, contract. My end. job. I've just given away the Christmas special. The, tro the Trojans are coming. When you get a new cast member come as well, you you never know if they're going to stick around. So like, yeah. Well, do you know what? I I just thought that. you were a stroppy man, a stroppy man who was cross. <laughs> oh yeah, at, I went fireworks night. I went I went big on that one, didn't I? Um, yeah, I thought I'd come in with a bang. Oh, fireworks. Um, yep. Yeah, exactly. You know. Marmite, love him or hate him. The thing is, the, you know, I can say, though, that I don't actually know what his future will hold. I, I know what the next few weeks will hold, and then it's so on and so on. So that's interesting. Will he hang around? I can't tell you. <laughs> I literally can't tell you. <laughs> I'm not avoiding the question. It'd be nice. I'm really enjoying it. They, they only record for a couple of weeks in the month because they're writing it. So it's been a fairly busy January thus far. So I was in all day today and I'm in all day tomorrow. So once I'm staying in this glamorous hotel. Just very quickly, it's an important <laughs> question and I've got to ask it. Jack, we need to know both your favourite biscuit, but also what you think Harry's favourite biscuit is. Biscuits are important, I'm afraid, for this mm. podcast. So can you hit us with both, whether they're the same or quite different? Yeah, well, see, the thing is, my answer would be, like, it, can I pick two for myself? Because it depends what mood I'm in. Yeah, you may. If I'm hungry, yes. then I want a chocolate hobnob. Mm. But if I'm just grazing, I could qu quite easily do half a pack of rich tea. <laughs> you don't. That's gone down terribly. <laughs> you don't like rich tea. Silence. Yeah. Well, I, do, I like I quite like chocolate fingers as well. But I like dunking rich tea in tea. For Harry, he likes it. He likes a ginger snap. Yeah. Yes. They're nice. I like I like them too. So let's let's put them, let's say that Harry likes ginger. They pollute the whole jar though, don't they? You got a ginger snap in there that is just wiping out yeah, the taste of any true. other. You get a rich tea next to that ginger snap. You've got a yeah. ginger tea before you know uh, it. But I think that's to be honest, that's a match made in heaven for me. <laughs> a ginger rich tea would be the, the way forward. Every time we interview a cast member, we ask them a question presented by the previous cast member we interviewed. The last person we interviewed was Susie, the wonderful Susie who plays Tracy. 
And she yeah. asked you this question. If Harry was going to teach Tracy horse riding, how would he go about it? Well, he'd probably wonder why she wasn't very good. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying she's not very good. I just, I just think that <laughs> yeah. he's got a very high bar. I don't think he'd be a good teacher. No. <gasps> I think he'd be, he'd be quite sort of, come on. You know, he'd, he'd tell you once. And yeah, he'd want you to, why can't you do it yet? You know, <laughs> I think he'd have great patience for teaching. Oh, sad time. I'm sure he could teach very well, but I just think he <laughs> might not be cut out for teaching. Well, you're certainly cut out for playing the part of Harry. Jack, it's just wonderful to talk to you and hear more about your experience. Honestly, we're so grateful for you coming on. Thank you very much. We'll be back next Tuesday. That's it from us. So it's a bye-bye from me. So ta-ra from me. Goodbye from me. Bye-bye, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.